0: And I'm Brian Kilmeade. When it comes to retirement, people will sometimes let their emotions drive what direction their portfolio is headed. Here to help us separate emotion from what's really going
1: on is America's wealth coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuda. Brian, we've all had those times where we, where we basically sit around at night, our head hits the pillow, and then our eyes open up after the lights go off. And we're, we're worrying. We're saying, what's going on with our plan? What's going on in the market? What's going on with crypto, with real estate, with interest rates? How am I going to survive in retirement? Well, there is a way. The way is to have a plan put together. We call it a GPI index. Have have your plan grow your money when you don't need it. Protect that growth. And then when you do need it, give you a lifetime income you can never outlive. There is a solution. We'll do it for the next 10 callers. I hear you. So if you want to get Coach Pete's
0: plan, I want you to call 800-837-7393 or text Brian, my
2: name, B R I N. To 600-700. That's Brian to 600-700. Thanks, Coach. Hey, Brian, always appreciate it. Brian Kilmeade is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. This week's episode of the Financial Safari is brought to you by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC. For all your retirement needs.
3: Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J DeRuda or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Hi,
1: this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the holiday edition of the Financial Safari. Welcome into the Financial
2: Safari. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb here in studio alongside Gary Nolan as well as America's Wealth, Financial and Income Coach, best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruta. What's up, boys? How you doing, Gary?
4: I'm doing great. Boy, it's great to be with you, Coach. Yeah. It's been a while since we recorded we're in a, a new show studio together. studio here, huh? Yeah, look at what this, boy. It. It's pretty nice. Huh? Oh, wow. Yeah, this, uh, it's like state-of-the-art. Yeah. This is really great. That's I'll try tough. not to spill anything in here. Or we're filming it. We're filming yeah. it, too. So we, we go here on audio, and then we also tape it. Oh, so
1: great. Okay. Watch it later at VideoWise. Oh, video terrific. World.
4: Thomas, how can
2: they do that? They can. It's very easy. Just head over to FinancialSafari.com. That's FinancialSafari.com. You can see what our ugly mugs look like that are normally uh, masked by radio
1: waves. Think positive, Thomas. Yeah. Think positive. Think positive. <laughs> there positive.
4: There you go. I don't <laughs> like this video thing. I'm not good at this. Yeah. yeah.
1: So <laughs> I saw an article this week. It was in a magazine called Medical Economics, and it's written for medical professionals, but a, a doctor friend of mine shared this with me. Mm. And uh, I said, Doc, what's up? I said, what's up, Doc? <laughs> he said, <laughs> Yeah, look at this yeah. article, Coach. And the uh, the title was Fixed Indexed Annuities, A Potent Tool for Diversifying Away from Equities. Ah. And so it, basically what it said, and, and they had, they had interviewed folks, uh, all different folks in the article, and they looked at some surveys, and one was from Fidelity Investments. Now, what is Fidelity famous for? Okay. Investments. Investments, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. It's market, in the name, yeah. Right, yep. Stock yeah. market. And they did a survey, and they found that uh, the retirement account customers, it found that 37 percent of those between when they were born between 1946 and 1964, their so-called baby boomers, you've heard that term before, sure. have more equity holdings than they should. In other words, they are way overweighted in the stock market. Okay. Now we see this all the time, and and, this, and there's a reason. The reason is where do you where do you save your money usually if you're working? You save it in a what? A 401, 401- 401k, K. yeah, or right. a 403b, B. B. <laughs> or a TS i I'm getting so, to know this. <laughs> 457, They're 457. Yeah, these yeah. are all places you save with a pre-tax dollar, usually. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can do it after tax in a Roth. Some some people offer that Roth, too. But yeah. the thing is, what are the investment choices they give you? And, and number one, that word investment means risk, usually. <laughs> I'm going to invest in your business, Thomas. Ooh. That doesn't mean I'm going to make money, does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> so the problem is, the 401k doesn't give any safe options. They give you the, like the money market account or whatever like that. But some of them are still tied to bonds, and bonds don't the bonds don't stay even when the market goes up and down all around. And actually, when interest rates go up, bond prices go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. what what have interest rates been doing lately? <laughs> yeah. they've, they've been Last going up just years, a bit, have a they? bit. just so, a bit. Yeah. So we just have to be careful. It's it's not really your fault. Many times, like yeah. you, many people listening who were baby boomers, yeah. born between forty six and sixty four, are saying, "Well, gosh." I am overweighted in stocks, but I, what else am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Funny you should ask. That's why this article came out. Yeah. So again, fixed index annuity is a potent tool for diversifying away from equities. Now, it's not saying you should take all your money away from equities. It's just saying the proper balance is always the key. And we have something in our, uh, in our appointment books. When we meet with folks in, in, in appointment book two here, I define standard deviation. Now, have you ever heard of standard deviation? Many people haven't, so don't be ashamed if you have not. Well, I've heard the term, but couldn't define it myself. Yeah.
4: yeah, same here, Coach.
1: Standard deviation just says, based on the risk you're taking, right now, what could happen if the market went way up? And then also you have to look at the flip side, don't you? Sure. You know. It's, Do I have to? It's, it's called blue skying. <laughs> You're blue skying somebody if you don't show them this thunderstorm coming That's around true. the corner. That's true. You know. It also uh, the problem is you can go down. Okay. And so we have to be careful where I have where we have our money. In other words, because if we have too much at risk, it's really fun when the market goes up, isn't it? Because your account value jumps up. You see it hop. You you, you check it from one day to the next, and it's up fifty thousand dollars or yeah. something like that. You know, and wow, it really hopped. But then the next day you check it, it's down seventy five thousand yeah. because. <laughs> yeah. You laugh, but it hurts. What goes up can come down. And so if you're taking yeah. a lot of – the basic premise is this: if you're taking a lot of risk, you're going to get your rewards, mm-hmm. good or bad, mm-hmm. depending on where the market goes. That's good. And so that's why we don't want all our money in the account that depends on the market to be up for us to have a good retirement. That's basically what it, it, the article got to on that. And it, it's basically tailoring the proper annuity to fit you, a tailor. Yeah. When you go to the tailor, uh, like some people do – I've, I've had pants – Taken in sometimes and cuffed. And back in the day, I had cuffs in my pants. You ever have cuffs? In your oh, pants? yeah,
4: absolutely. I
1: used to have all my dress pants done cuff wise. Sure. And then they were out of style, so I had all cuffs. <laughs> so if you're ever going to do that, do half and half at least. <laughs> That's I did it. really I should have diversified love that. You my pants. Diversified. <laughs> I my love that. standard deviation for fashion was not too well, good. Not good, not good at all. No. <laughs> so we just have to be careful. Now, some of the newbies out there are really good. Some give a bonus for bringing money in. Now, you have to be careful with the bonus because the yep. bonus a lot of times isn't immediately vested. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you have to keep the annuity for a few years or 10 years or 12 years to get all the bonus. Yeah. See, sometimes the bonus is for your income rider. Sometimes it's not for your, your regular annuity. So these are all things we go through, we, we explain. But many people who are buying annuities from someone who's not trained in how to, how to offer them or what, what's really going on in, in the annuity world might not be giving you the full story. And, and remember yeah. Paul Harvey? What did Paul Harvey say? What this did, is what? The rest, the rest of, of the story. rest of the story. There
4: you go. Guy uh, you. Yeah, you've been at radio for how long? Uh, a few, <laughs> 40, 40 <laughs> plus, like, coach. You ever heard the phrase a deer in a headlight? Yes, that's me. That's what me. You look like. That's what I looked like. <laughs> oh, know. gosh. Coach asked uh, me a question. I do not have the answer for <laughs> <laughs> it.
5: But it was
1: a, good, it was a so, softball, Gary, to Yeah, it right? was. Absolutely. Uh, the rest of the, the story. The rest of right? the story. Got it, coach. So, it's, uh, Thomas. Funny. You and, and we got all these different things coming in the technology world. They're, they're, they're like coming in by a big tidal wave. And you've got, a, a, you've got a something from Ewan Musk you wanted to share. I
2: do. This one's interesting. Listen to this. But
6: uh, I, I would prefer to, personally, I would prefer to live in interesting times. Um, and, and we live in the most interesting of times. I think for, for a while there, I was like really getting demotivated and losing sleep over the sort of the threat of AI danger. And then I finally sort of became fatalistic about it and said, well, even if I knew it was, Annihilation was certain, uh, would I choose to be alive at that time or not? And I said, I probably would choose to be alive at that time because it's the most interesting thing.
2: Oh, I had to laugh when he said, <laughs> "Just to <laughs> dive into the fatalism." Well, we're yeah. right here in the middle of it. <laughs> we are. we where,
1: where If you ever wanted to go back in a time machine and see what was the the environment, what was happening when the the Model T came out, when when the yeah. horse and buggy took a took a back seat, yeah. no pun intended, sure. to the to the car. This is about what we're going through here. This is a yeah. dramatic shift going on, and different things are, are going to change every single day, and you're not going to realize it for a while until yep. you're surrounded by AI. Is yeah. That, am I correct on saying it?
2: I agree. You know, it's funny because we often talk about, you know, my great-grandma who grew up, and it's exactly what you said. She saw the bu- buggy be developed and, and implemented, but then also saw the man on the moon. And I think people will say that about our generation, too, that, <laughs> that they lived before there was this thing called the Internet, you know, yeah. and, and – where well, well
1: let's say there was a medical economics magazine back in the uh, 1900s, like the turn sure. of the century. And let's say they wrote an article saying uh, you might want to diversify away from all these horse and buggies and might want to invest some in some of these new uh, these vehicles, these four-wheeled Motorized vehicles, sure. whatever they called them back then. Sure. And uh, you could diversify that way so that uh, you won't lose all your money if something happens in the horse and buggy market. Right. Well, what happened to the horse and buggy stocks? <laughs> Went away <of> cufflinks. <laughs> Went away. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, that's a, you never know where you're investing many times. I mean, you, you know what the company tells you about them. They have quarterly reports and annual reports and board meetings and all that. But yeah. you really know what's going on in the company. Yeah. No, that you're investing in. I, I mean, I you're think you're, you're knowing don't. what they want you to know. Exactly. You know, yeah, so you yeah. have to be very careful when you invest. Going true. back to yeah. the article, it says, well, it takes individual tailoring to achieve the right asset allocation. Having too much in stocks is risky for older people you don't have as much time on your side to recover from market downturns if you're older, right? Because if you're needing the money and the market's down, you're going to have to take the money out if it's in the market and they're going to take it out at a loss. Not enough time to recover, that's for sure. Yeah, so furthermore, retirees who need money may be forced to sell equities during downturns. In other words, when you need the money, you need the money. You say, I don't care what the stock is, give me sell it and give me the money. Well, that's a you're locking your loss in if it's way down, right? And that yeah, happens a yeah, lot of times. Sure. So excessive amounts in stocks can cause worry. I've seen this firsthand with a lot of folks when I talk to them. They're worried. I mean, you, you got to admit it. You, you try to show that confidence to everybody around you that you know what you're doing, and then the market shows you you don't know what you're doing, and then you get worried because you've based your decisions on what you thought were all the facts, and maybe there are a couple facts you didn't know.
4: Yeah, yeah right. You
1: sure didn't know when the next market
4: downturn was going to No, and of course, no. you're more cons- the older you get, the more conservative yep. you should be. I've- absolutely, right? So the
1: article further, it said the fixed income asset class includes annuities, bonds, bank certificates of deposit, which by the way, CDs are about 5 or 6% now. They so, are right? yeah, incredible. So really if you've got a bank account and you've got a savings account or a big a lot of money in a checking account, the bank is letting you have it the bad way. They're not giving you anything. <laughs> so I would go talk to the banker right now. I wouldn't keep any more than 25000 in a checking account unless you write a whole lot of checks. Mm-hmm. Every month, now, if you write one hundred thousand dollars worth of checks every month, of course, keep one hundred twenty-five thousand in there. Coach Pete said only oh, need to leave twenty-five thousand in there, so uh, I bounce seventy-five thousand dollars. <laughs> no! no, no, no. This is not <laughs> investment advice on the radio. Folks. Disclaimer: <laughs> I'm saying you just want to balance things out, so you have to be very careful, there, don't you, Thomas? You absolutely <laughs> it, do. It's it, important.
2: It, hey, everybody's situation is custom. That's something I've learned from you from the yeah. very
1: beginning. You've said that. Yeah. So again, if the bank is, uh, not, if you don't feel like you're getting good interest rate with the bank, uh, go talk to them or. If you have a whole lot of money, there's some good annuities out there, time deposit annuities, term annuities. One year, three year, five year, ten year. They give you a certain rate for the each year guaranteed for the term of the annuity. Mm-hmm. So you can lock in like five or six percent. From an annuity, and Incredible. the good thing about annuities is it grows tax deferred, so you're not paying tax every year on the interest. You know the the it's least favorite, advantage. my least favorite mail to get is in late, Jan- late January or always February. They're called ten ninety nines. Oh yeah, <laughs> I understand. And that's where you get you're told all the money you got that you don't remember getting. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh yeah, I don't remember that. Oh, that's not good. So yeah. let's make sure you remember the proper process, and let's make sure you don't have to remember too much. Let's get a, a easy to understand autopilot type account and. It must have a financial fill up strategy. Let's design your retirement plan for what? For your retirement. To make sure it never goes away when? During your retirement. If you do the right thing, you'll never run out of money and you'll be in control. Thomas, we're gonna give we're gonna give ten Coach Pete power plans away now to the next ten people who call. You also get three of the books I've written. The Power Plan is a twenty two step total retirement plan that we've seen others charge thousands of dollars for. It's free if you call right now. Make a good decision,
2: folks. Pick up that phone. Call 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383. You can also text keyword PLAN to 600 PLAN to six hundred seven hundred And Coach, looks like we have a special guest on the line. Folks, we've got stay two tuned. special guests coming up. So we've got we one do. coming
1: up right now when we come back.
7: experts. They will help you avoid the traffic jams and detours on your way to a successful retirement. It will be smooth sailing from now on with PeteOnDemand.com.
1: Well, folks, this is the time of the show where we go out across the world and find someone I think who's making a difference in the financial world, and today is no exception. We have David Dooley, who's the founder and CEO of Plan Gap and Social Security Risk Score. Folks, uh, when you get close to retirement, you start thinking about Social Security, and then you start thinking about how you can get your most bang for your buck and make sure you're doing the right thing. And I think David's in a really good niche right now, because a lot of folks that I talk to are curious about finding out, uh, number one, making sure they're doing the right thing when claiming Social Security, and two, making sure they're getting the best bang for their buck. Dave, welcome in. Hey, great to be here, Pete. Now, your company is located in Atlanta, Georgia, am I correct? Yes, sir, right down the street. I'll tell you, the last time I went to Atlanta, it's been like three or four years ago now, but I've never seen, besides Nashville, Tennessee, in the last three decades, I've never seen so many building cranes as I have in Atlanta, Georgia.
5: It's <laughs> been crazy, and uh, the traffic uh, hasn't gotten better.
1: So, <laughs> Well, I'm 57. I'm old enough to remember when Spaghetti Junction, you were still out of about 30 minutes from Atlanta, but you were close but you were still be able to go you were still able to go 60 and 70 miles an hour coming down the road there now i heard that's where the traffic starts
5: yeah, that's totally true and it keeps going for another 40 miles wow.
1: well i guess growth is good as growth is bad but let's talk about what what caused you to uh, develop the company you have right now
5: yeah you know i've been an entrepreneur all my life and uh, i had the fortunate luck of being born in flint michigan of all places uh, a place that got rid of their traffic problem because of economic Malays and um, you know, as it was the birthplace of General Motors, um, watch my family and others sort of suffer as General Motors kind of went through bankruptcy and other bad stuff. And it was a thought that really no one could imagine, right? Could General Motors ever go bankrupt? And so, you know, a few years ago, I was on a flight and I I overheard this couple talk about, you know, what's going to happen when Social Security runs out of money. And as a younger guy, I I never really gave much thought to social security, but the fear in their voice reminded me of the fear I heard growing up in Flint, right? And I just thought to myself, wow, uh, I'm sure other people worry about what's going on with social security. It's kind of used as a political wedge these days. And so what's the truth? What, What are some of the proposals out there? And that sort of led to the genesis of the social security risk score, and then also the development of products that address... What happens if Social Security does, in fact, change the rules on people?
1: Yeah, and when I I hear changing rules on people, I think back in my childhood days, we used to watch Charlie Brown, and Lucy was always pulling the ball out from Charlie Brown when he was running up to kick the football. And so that's what changing the rules,
5: it's not something we as Americans respond uh, friendly to. No, and look, this is an election year. You've heard a lot about (laughs) what's going to go on with Social Security. I mean, there's... There's uh, people on both sides uh, talking about the unsustainability of it, where are the cuts going to come, what do the reform looks like, who's going to pay their fair share. And so there's a lot of insecurity and, and bad information out there, and we're trying to kind of get a place where people can go to get good information.
1: Yeah, I mean, good information, that's the key. Uh, Unbiased information, when we hear people talking about what they really want in life, especially from their financial advisor or people giving them that kind of financial advice, is people who aren't motivated by commissions to tell you to do something that isn't good for you.
5: That's right. That's right.
1: And so that's what it, when people always ask, what is a fiduciary? Well, fiduciary, number one, has to put your needs first, but also they need to do what's right. And we've been doing that forever. But I mean, it's, yeah. it's, isn't it a shame, though, Dave, when, when we have to have government issue laws to, to make people do what's right? Well,
5: completely. And what's even more of a shame, especially as it relates to Social Security, is to see how it's used as political football yes. to wedge people into voting a certain way or this person's good, this person's bad. And sort of you asked sort of the genesis of the idea. I mean, wouldn't it be amazing if we could create retirement plans that weren't subject to political football and took that risk specter out of it? And so that that's really why we built uh, Plan Gap and Social Security Risk Score.
1: And by the way, folks, we are talking to Dave Dooley, who's founder and CEO of Plan Gap and the Social Security Risk Score. Let's talk about Social Security now and the risk. How
5: dependent um, are Americans on Social Security these days? You know, it's really shocking. Um about ninety percent of Americans, basically, if you have two, two and a half million dollars or less of retirement savings assets, Social Security income is going to play a major role in your income plan. And you have this, gov- the government talking about, wow, you know, we might run out of money in ten years, and then there's a twenty-five percent cut across the board, roughly. And what that does is, even for the average American that's done all the right things, saved a million bucks for retirement they can have almost near certainty of a great retirement plan, kind of living off $100,000 a year, maybe have a 98% Monte Carlo success rate on that, because Social Security will make up maybe 50% of that income, which a lot of people are shocked about. Yeah. All of a sudden, if that 25% cut, that's the success of that retirement plan goes to a coin flip. And so what's amazing is, and what we really try to do is, work with people give advisors tools that allow them to say wow we think there's another risk out there we think there's maybe policy risk, government policy risk you know people talk about longevity risk and other things like that but what happens if again the government changes the rules and you have to adapt and so we want americans with good information to to make good decisions today so they don't have to worry about it in the future.
1: Yeah. Now that's, let's get into this. Now the social security risk score, what
5: is it and how could somebody benefit from it? Yeah. What it is, is is sort of like a diagnostic tool. It's the first diagnostic tool that takes an individual's unique situation. So ask a little bit about them. They fill out a quiz. Then all of a sudden it says based on your, where you are financially, your age, et cetera, This is the probability that you might be affected by Social Security reforms. Here are some of the reforms being proposed, and here's how you would match up against that. And so what's fascinating is we can just look as early as back as COVID to see means testing. Remember when COVID stimulus checks started being phased out from (laughs) 75,000 up to 100,000? And a lot of people didn't receive COVID stimulus checks. That was a method of means testing. And you're already seeing politicians say you know we might need to means test social security unfortunately you know the government thinks $75,000 a year is rich well the first four letters mean it all to me it's mean
1: it's not good for anybody who has any money <laughs> you don't get any money
5: so I see what right.
1: means testing it's bad for most people listening to the show
5: that's right that's right and again this is the first sort of blood test think of it as a almost a Credit report, which gives you your own risk factors of where you might be subject to, quote unquote, the potential fixes of Social Security, because Social Security will be fixed one way or the other. Either they will pay less benefits, tax more, or probably do what I believe is a combination of both. But they will politically target, quote unquote, the rich to pay their fair share. Unfortunately... um, The definition of rich, you know, falls kind of back into that working class American that's done all the right things, but still could be subject to uh, political football.
1: Yeah. When I grew up, $10,000, the $10,000 pyramid, $10,000 was a big thing. These days, it won't even get you a Yugo. (laughs) They don't make u anymore, but you know what I'm saying, it's not a a big amount of money anymore. (laughs) So (laughs) let's look at this. Now, your program, you you, you can come up with a Social Security risk score for anyone out there, and and it weighs all the different factors on what they've saved and what they could qualify for Social Security and gives them a number grade, correct?
5: That's exactly right. And then you can work with an advisor to say, look, what do I do about this risk? Just like you would any other risk in retirement. Yes yes
1: well you've you've been generous what you've shared this with us we're gonna we're gonna use this software for folks what they call from this radio interview and show them what their real risk score is now if somebody has a low risk score is it correctable
5: uh yeah you, you know we can't necessarily change what the government might do and so it's really showing what is the likelihood you might be affected by government you know fixes of social security But by planning early, sort of planning now, you can take the impact of those changes away, right? So if you wait to the last minute, sort of like walking between a balance beam, easy to do if it's one foot off the ground, right? And you have a 10% chance of failure. But if you put that balance beam across skyscrapers, then, you know, you might not be so willing to take that chance.
1: I've seen those old pictures of the guys who were building the skyscrapers and they were balancing (laughs) on one beam. That was a real balance beam right
5: there. That was a real balance beam. And so, Again, what we want to do is say, "Hey, here's where your risk exposure might be. Let's let's talk about that today so we don't wait to the last minute and put your, you know, hard work retirement plan in peril." Let's say someone's
1: listening, they've got about, uh, or they're 55 years old, let's say, and they've got about 500,000 saved for retirement. And they're starting to think about, we call it the financial red zone. They're starting to think about what's gonna happen next. What's gonna happen when they approach retirement and how do they claim social security and how do they make sure they have the right money? Is is that too soon for someone at age 55 to, to do the uh, social security risk score?
5: No, in fact, that's right in the sweet spot. Um, because what's really? gonna happen, the government, frankly, is saying, we might run out of money 2033, 2034. So now that's 10 years out. That person, that 55 year old is now 65. So they're in the social security claiming zone. Now their full retirement age will be 67, but as you know, they can claim as early as 62 and up to age 70. And so what the risk score does is sort of gives them maybe a future look on, is that promised amount of money actually gonna be there for me in full? And if not, what can I do today to shore up the retirement income needs that I have for the future? Well, wow, it just makes a lot of sense. Uh, Dave, we really appreciate your time.
1: We're going to give the uh, number out in a minute for folks to get your own Social Security risk score done. But, Dave, I just wanted to make sure we, uh, we express our gratitude for you coming on and expressing uh, or showing us what your program's all about.
5: Well, thank you, and thank you for uh, letting people know. I think they'll find a ton of value out of taking it. I right, really appreciate your time today. Thank you, Pete. Take care. So Thomas, before we go to break, I just want to
1: make sure everyone knows the power of this. I mean, you can see ahead of time where the deficiencies are in your portfolio and make corrections before it's too late. It's never too soon to get started right here, Thomas. Let's open it. We got the software. I mean, he's been Dave's been generous enough to share it with us just for a couple months. and mm-hmm. it's going to cost a lot of money, but we're going to use it here for the next 40 people who call. Let's make it for 40 people, let them see what's really going to happen. It's Get a great opportunity. Real Social Security Risk Org, let's, yeah. uh, let's open His phone lines up, uh, make sure we have a bunch of people ready to answer the folks. <laughs> Alright,
2: 800-661-7383 is the number to call, 800-661-7383. You can also connect with us, start this process by texting keyword PLAN to 600 PLAN to 600
7: The jungle out there. Home and Apple HomePod. Missed an episode? Don't worry, you can subscribe to the Financial Safari Podcast on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Financialsafari.com.
1: Folks, this is the time of the show where we go out around the world and find someone who's making a difference, in my opinion, in the financial world, and today is no exception. Today we're going to join with Mr. Tom Haines, who is Executive Vice President, Head of Index Solutions at a Nexus,
6: Tom, welcome in. Well, thank you so much, Coach, for having me on your show today. Yeah. Now, where are you joining us from? I'm actually in Scottsdale, Arizona this oh, week yeah. you know, at the Nexus offices, even though I'm, I'm based outside New York City and North Jersey. But I'm down uh, getting our final meetings in. We have an advisor event. Uh, so it's a beautiful, sunny Scottsdale. Not a bad time to be in Scottsdale, is it? No, it's better than in July. <laughs> So
1: uh, tell me, they've told me that you have a patent. Uh, and, I, and I'm always uh, curious when I talk to folks who have gone to the, the trouble and, the, and all the process to file a patent. What's your patent in?
6: Well, it's nothing that you could use in the kitchen or a holiday gift that you could buy uh, on Amazon. Uh, but my background, as you know, Coach, has been developing indices as well as developing the way to, to package them and deliver them. And obviously, at is we're a leader developing index annuities. But my whole career on Wall Street, you know, I actually, my before getting involved in building index annuities, I was on Wall Street. I led solution structuring at UBS, uh, Royal Bank of Scotland, and I also was at the New York Stock Exchange for four years, which we still work with today as a partner through our NYC for Edge Index. And while at the New York Stock Exchange, the, you know, when you think about the stock exchange, you think about papers and trading and ringing bells, but the stock exchange, that company actually also has some of the biggest futures exchanges in the market, including trading of, of oil contracts, frozen concentrated oranges, like trading places. And when I was very involved as well with that futures business, uh, I figured out a way to develop a method to get strategies, almost like an annuity, but for institutional needs through a structured futures. So I worked on that design. Uh, we filed the patent application in 2009, and, and I, I left to the NYC to go into the banking side again. But the NYSE did receive that patent, and I am the lead inventor nice. for that. Now, did yeah. you say, did you drop a trading places reference in there? I did. Eddie it's Murphy one of my movie? favorite <laughs> movies. Uh, and it's the holiday season. Yeah. So I do recommend it. And I'm also a Philadelphia native. Uh, so uh, it's dear to my heart. I actually always reference the uh, trading places when I talk about strategies. A lot of times people shy away from commodities. And I am a big advocate of commodities and strategies. And, and I joke, you know, just because you saw trading places, don't shy away from using commodities appropriately. <laughs> but do shy away from naming your child
1: Mortimer. <laughs> yes, that is that is for sure. <laughs> so tell me now, we we folks again. We're talking to Tom Haynes, who's executive vice president, head of index solutions at Nexus. Tom, tell us because you've been on both sides of the equation now—the risk side and the safe side—and tell me your fascination with index annuities and being able to create that uh, that safety net. Uh, underneath uh, an underlying investment. Absolutely.
6: Retail clients have really have been underserved with an asset management product. And I'm not going to be here to uh, be challenging those asset managers in Boston or New York that have driven the concept of a stock bond portfolio. That's what the regulation allowed for, and that's what evolved. But ultimately as we have a retirement crisis in America, stocks and bonds are just not enough. The the worry when you see the 4% rule year in, year out, is in question, depending on the whims of the stock and bond market. And further, longevity. At the end of the day, people need to have a comfortable retirement. They need to have a plan in place. And unfortunately, stocks and bonds don't do that. And the benefit of the index annuity product and retirement products with the insurance companies we work with, we're able to tailor protected exposure where you get market upside, the ability to get a market upside without with having the downside protection so you can sleep at night. As our partner Jeremy Siegel says, to allow one to adjust to their sleeping point with an index annuity allocation, then further such benefits as guaranteed lifetime income, which is so important as more and more people live healthier lives, better lives, and living longer. The biggest risk
1: out there as we get older is something, well, one of the biggest risks is called longevity risks. Do you want to talk about uh, what that is and how having an indexed annuity with with that income rider added to it will take that risk
6: right off the table? That, that, that's, that, absolutely. So, because people are living longer, what are they going to live off of? Social security, well, that's in question. But let's say you know, you're a you're near retirement age and you think the social security benefit will continue to pay out. Well, that's not enough to live off of for people. It's just not. When we talk about inflation, as I highlighted earlier, so if you come in with, a, let's say, a 401k nest egg of equity and bonds, and you're running into a market scenario like what we just had over the last few years, right, where we saw equities and bonds have bad bear markets. And then you're starting off your retirement there, and then you're trying to live a comfortable life. You're trying to go on a vacation to Scottsdale. You're trying to, to, to continue to have a car that works in your home. With all this inflation, you're ending up spending more than what you've saved for. And if you live long, you're going to run out of money. And the, the challenge with that is there's no solutions with equity and bond funds to protect that. You either have to live less, have less spending, which is sometimes hard to control when you have unfortunate needs later in life, such as health care costs or unexpected maintenance costs to homes and so so forth. So the insurance companies have the benefit of what we call risk pooling because they work with thousands of people that come to them for life insurance, the ability to buy an annuity that guarantees lifetime income through one's entire last breath, including for couples. Uh, They have other business lines of insurance. So as a major well-rated insurance company, such as a Nationwide per se, they're able to then offer the policies that provide upside participation in the market, downside protection, but also include guaranteed income. And that allows for people to rest assured that no matter what happens to market conditions, they're getting that income through the, their entire life.
1: Yeah, very, very important. I think it's, it's overlooked a lot of times when, we, when we're talking about approaching retirement. People are th- always talking about what they want to do in retirement. They forget about putting together the plan to make sure they can do what they want to do
6: in retirement. <laughs> oh, that, that is for sure. And unfortunately, America is so good in the financial marketplace, just talking about how, to, how, how things project when you put more money to work. But what happens when we say decumulation? You're no longer working. So where are you going to get the money if the market goes down? If you say, "Oh, don't worry, you're 55 years old, you have another 10 years to work," market goes down, you have more money, you're buying at lower prices. Well, once you stop working, you don't have any more money to put to work. Yeah. And now that's the risk. True or
1: false? We're in the worst bond market in U.S. history. That that is
6: true. Uh, and and uh, that it's, it's a scary statistic, but it is true. You know here. Going back to the 1700s, Deutsche Bank last year was able to see that going all the way that far back, really from the times of Alexander Hamilton. You know, those that understand the play and the history. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, when he started issuing U.S. government bonds before he got shot by Aaron uh, Aaron Burr. Through that time, the jump in rates has been the most drastic. And when interest rates jump so much so quick, that causes bonds to go down. And and going from, literally, and during the pandemic, 50 basis points to the U.S. Treasury. So, 0.5% was the yield on the Treasury. And here in October, now we're in November, I get going into December, but in going into November, we had over 5% on the 10-year, that drastic move, and A lot of people say, well, in the 1970s, we had double-digit interest rates with high inflation. Even in that period of time, we didn't have that bond market that big because... Ultimately, it took about 15 to 20 years for rates to rise. But on a flip of a dime, in three years, we've gone from 50 basis points all the way up to 5%. That drastic move is what caused the bonds to go down. And the other thing that's a misnomer is people think, okay, when equities go up, bonds go down. When bonds go up, stocks go down. That isn't true. My friend and mentor, Professor Roger Ibbotson of the Yale School, who we've built indices with, the Zebra Hedge Indices. Roger will highlight, through his research, that there has been many times where both markets go down, and, and that's a situation that the only thing you can hide to is something that has full downside protection. Guaranteed lifetime income, i.e., the index annuities. So, if someone is just hearing about these today,
1: or have been, or have been considering it, what would you tell somebody to, about, uh, about adding index annuities to, to make it a part of their retirement portfolio? It definitely
6: has a place, especially when you're thinking through the concept that you can't hide from market risk with equities and bonds. If you're just looking at the idea of accumulation and having full downside protection in a piece of the portfolio, you should have a third of it there. I will tell you, my own mother, my own mother is going to be 77 in a few weeks. Her, my father we did 27 years at Sudoku. He rolled his money over to an IRA uh, at retirement. He lived through 08. And ultimately recovered ups and downs. Well, now she's a widow. My father passed a few years back. And as a widow, her portfolio, we do it really a third, a third, a third. A third equities, a third, you know, smarter bond strategies, and a third annuities with downside protection. And that allows for, again, that one piece of the puzzle that won't have losses. Then coupled with the other idea we talked about longevity risk. So those that have not enough saved for retirement and they're getting worried. Guaranteed lifetime incomes should be a real big piece of that, and arguably could even be a bigger piece of that. My, uh, you know, even in, in putting the context, uh, I know we're talking more micro here with my own parents, my in-laws. Polish immigrants have been in the United States working full time for 40 years. The comfort, my father-in-law did not have a lot of time for retirement. And the, with the comfort they have is they actually utilize a guaranteed income life annuity, annuity solution to give them that comfort that they can live through retirement. Yeah, it just makes a
1: lot of sense. And Tom, uh, we're coming up against the clock here, but we really appreciate your time. Again, folks, his name is Tom Haynes, Executive Vice President, Head of Index Solutions at Anexus. Tom, we hope uh, to have you on again in the future. Thank you so much, Coach. And uh, everyone, happy holidays. Thank you. And folks, we'll be right back after this. 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383,
2: 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383, or text PLAN to 600 that's PLAN to 600
7: great place for some of the best financial advice around. You can also custom build your own retirement session. All for you. Dig in. It's financialpizza.com.
2: Welcome back into the Financial Safari Fast-Paced Show. What great guest. Coach, you have the most great connections in the financial world. I love hearing these conversations. We've got
1: Jeremy Siegel. is going to come on in a couple months mm. or a couple weeks, uh, whenever we can get him here. Jeremy, not a Siegel, but Jeremy <laughs> Siegel. He's uh, he's one of the big money guys. I mean, if you Google him, he is very, very famous in the money world. He, wow. well, a lot of behind-the-scenes things that us in the money world know that many maybe consumers don't know as much about. That's great. But That's great. He, he's very famous for a really good reason. Very, very smart guy, too.
2: I, I love that. But but even uh, what you and, and Tom were talking about, talking about in terms of in terms of social security and how you can maximize your returns on that and making sure that you're not gonna get axed when the twenty thirties hit.
1: Well let me make sure we we'll reiterate that. We can do a personalized printout on you showing you your social security scoring. Like what, what's gonna go on and your income score. So based on what you have set up now, we're gonna show you what you look like right now and then we can give you some steps, some corrections, some techniques and tools. To get you accelerated or to get you above where you are right now. Mm-hmm. The best thing to do, would take a temperature, a barometer reading of your situation right now. Every year you should do that. Every year about this time of year is yeah. a good time to do that. Wrapping up the year, take a, a reading. Compare it to what happened last year. We call these financial waypoints. Like when you're going down a highway. Maybe you're on the road right now. Look to your right. <laughs> There's those mile markers over there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we have mile markers here in the financial world. We want to make sure to compare what our accounts look like now to what they look like last year, last decade. Are they improving? Have they improved at a reasonable rate? Are there any dirty tricks? Are the things we don't understand? Well, let's get those cleared up. Yep. But more importantly, what kind of income can we get from the money we have put aside? And how can we combine that with the maximized Social Security benefit we're entitled to and can we get a manual or instructions on how to do that correctly? And can we also get it in writing what our, what our true number is right now? Yes. You you yes can. and yes. And that's what we'll do. We've got that software Tom talked about. And we're going to offer that for, for the next 40 people who call right now or text. You can text HELP to 600 If you text HELP to six hundred seven hundred, we will help you decide what kind of Social Security claiming strategies you can have. We can even look at your Social Security statements and give you that. Well, we can go online. You don't get them in the mail anymore. Yep. But we can also map out a strategy to help you benefit and get that grade up, not down, as far as your total income plans. Social Security is a big part of your income, but it's not the only part. Yep. So we need to have some of our other money dedicated to giving us streams of income we can never outlive. We call that the financial fill-up strategy. You've also heard it called the GPI, Thomas. You know, you know that one. It's I know that one. Growth, protection. Lifetime income. Mm. It really should be called the GPLI. (laughs) (laughs) Growth protection lifetime income. Because you never outlive the income in a properly structured plan. And that doesn't mean a thing to you right now. If you're sitting there listening, you're 57 years old. Coach Pete's talking about lifetime income. I'm going to live forever. (laughs) Or I don't really care when I'm going to die. Well, now you're 92 and you're glad you got that income plan because you would have run out of money at 87 according to the scoring that we did originally. But because you got your score done, now your income goes forever. You think that means a big difference now? Yes, Huge. it sure does. Yeah. So it's the unsung hero of the financial world is lifetime income. You know why they call it unsung hero, Gary? No, I have no idea. Because that exists all the time. It's a person you like in the person world, an unsung hero in the person world. the sure. person that's always there helping, yep. but never there asking for gratitude. Exactly. And so you yeah. forget about them, so it's unsung. But but if if it wasn't for that person, you wouldn't be where you are today. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the unsung hero in the financial world, the lifetime income annuity, so many people would be in trouble in retirement. Now they're, now they're vacationing on retirement. Yeah, that's so good. Right, yeah. That's good. It, it makes a whole big difference. So again, text keyword now to 600-700, where Thomas is going to give you the number as well. Absolutely. That number, 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383.
2: And, Coach, uh, I actually have, considering the time of year it is, Dave has put together a very special retirement road trip. Time relevant. Yes, it is.
0: It's your go-go years, so let's get going with another retirement road trip. from North Carolina to the North Pole. Hop on board the Polar Express. You back, Departing from the Bryson City, North Carolina Depot on a steam train with the Great Smoky Mountains Railroad. This is about an hour and a half recreation of the classic story and movie rolling through the enchanted woods on the way to the North Pole and Santa Claus. <laughs> on the train, enjoy singing and dancing by the elves and treats and hot chocolate syrup. Hot chocolate. And you'll hear a will. Retelling of the story. When you arrive at the North Pole, you'll see the Christmas Village, the post office where Santa receives his letters. You'll see the elves working, and Santa will board the train to greet everyone on board. <laughs> Plus, Santa presents the first gift of Christmas. Before you exit the train at Candy Cane Lane, you'll receive your own sleigh bell. It's a magical hour-and-a-half journey that creates a lifetime of memories for the boys and girls. Unfortunately, tickets sell quickly, and the Polar Express is sold out with seats together for 2023. Be sure to secure your tickets for 2024. Information at nctransportationmuseum.org. From Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, happy holidays, and Merry Christmas to you and your family.
1: Well, this so was it uh, 2009, so that's 14 years ago. My daughter was four years old. We we made that journey with oh, my in-laws nice, from Cary, nice. North Carolina, all the way up there to Bryson City. The problem okay. was, it started snowing about the time we got to Pittsburgh on 64 West, oh, no. and <laughs> My mother-in-law is the internal optimist. Coach Pete is a not a pessimist, but a realist. A realist, yes. <laughs> yes, a yes. Bit, and it's it is not. It wasn't just a couple of flurries. It was the kind of snow that's blowing towards you when you're driving down the road. You know oh what yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so yeah. this was Pittsburgh. We were we were only like 20 minutes from Kerry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still four hours or so away from Bryson City. And then Coach Pete, in his ultimate wisdom, says, "I think we probably should turn around." Oh, mother-in-law man. says, "No, it's just a little snow." All right. So uh, it gets funny. worse and worse. Of course. We it eventually does. end up on Highway 40. You know, taking the back road 64 up to Highway 40. Sure. up to the mountains, mm-hmm. we get outside of Asheville, there's a town, and I remember this town, because I always used to laugh at it anyway when I used to drive by Asheville all the time, called Bat Cave. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, I know that one. Well, we were stuck in the road three miles before Bat Cave. We were oh, stuck on Highway 40 that's as it's going up the mountain. Yeah. The snow was so bad. We were stuck there for four and a half hours. Oh, now, we wow. We saw the, uh, the wow. road. They weren't snow plows out there. They had the the, the, the vehicle... the uh, they had the machinery out there that work on roads, like the uh, big plows sure. are out there trying to plow the snow. Well, they plowed an exit ramp, so they plowed us to the exit ramp down the back case. So we finally nice. got down there. We spent the night in a church basement, <laughs> eating bologna sandwiches and <laughs> Parmesan cheese. But Memories. I was thankful for that too, because the church opened up its its, sure. its place. So there were people. There was loaded. There were hundreds of people in that church. Wow. Nobody knew who anybody was. It was what I call Gen Pop. <laughs> <laughs> General population. Internally yeah. thankful for that yeah. church. I don't remember the church's name though. But I mean, it was. Uh, then the next day we got up and we trucked on over to Bryson City and we got the, the ride and it was a beautiful train set there a train set a, <laughs> a beautiful operation I got there and it was amazing how uh, how it, it was almost like the movie yeah really I nice. and that. it was hey we didn't have to worry about there being no snow <laughs>
4: what a great that's a great memory bologna sandwiches and all <laughs> really like well I love bologna sandwiches uh, who does <laughs> oh I do we keep a pack in the fridge all the time oh, what
2: North Carolina though bologna sandwiches pimento cheese yeah. good community helping each other out right. and not knowing what the heck to do in the oh, snow yeah <laughs> That's right. Well,
1: we'll the record show. Let's make sure the, the facts are Coach was right. Coach yes, was right. Hey, there you go, there you go, there you go. But it ended up good, goodly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it ended up goodly. Hey, I got a clip for you here to carry us out. I want to get your opinion on this.
1: The people see it ain't happening. And what's amazing is they
0: thought they could go around to the American people, say they've got a lot of great spending programs, even though standards of living are not going up, and convince the American people that all is well. You know, Herbert
5: Hoover back in the Great Depression was accused of always saying, which he didn't, but accused of saying prosperity's just around the corner. Trust us. No, the American people don't. And when they say inflation is slowing, that still means prices are going up and people are noticing. Guess what at the
6: gas pump? Prices are going up again.
2: No doubt. And that was Steve Forbes. I was going to say, that's
6: Steve
1: Forbes. I got the book with him, Obses- Successonomics. Correct. Right. Co-authored, yes. You know, uh, that's a dirty trick that the economists are using here at the government. They, it is. If, if inflation is slowing or it's lower. Oh, they, oh, great news. Inflation's lower. Yeah, but is it a negative number? No. Well, then it's still inflation. There right. you go. As long as yeah. you have a positive inflation number, things are getting more expensive. Right, right. exactly. Yeah, year exactly. over year, it's way up. And, and so and until you get yeah. negative numbers, nothing. there's nothing to be happy about. Yeah, and, and and I agree with you. And
4: it's stacked, too. So last year, say so it was 9 percent and now it's three, so now it's like 12%. Yeah, 12 yeah. year over year. If you right. add those yep.
1: together, in two years it's up 12%. Yeah, exactly. And so the, the gas is going up and down, and, and you'll see the uh, the election contraction happen there on gas prices. The gas mm. prices will start coming down <laughs> around the election, oh, uh, uh, as well as they're trying, to get the, they're trying to do inflation contraction, too, before yeah. election. It's funny what that happens. Uh, the day after election, gas prices go right back up. Yeah. <laughs> so don't vote for the short-term things. Vote vote with your smartness. Vote with what you think is viable for the country's long-term survival. That's, That's what good. i say. And, and, and vote for your own survival, too. Yeah. Okay. So here's one way we can help you with your survival is we'll put together for you your very own Coach Pete power plan, 22 steps behind the scenes, all encompassing the financial world, everything we talk about on the show and more in a plan for you. And we put it on one page to understand it's backed up by several hundred pages, but on one page, we'll put the facts on one page. You can understand that. No dirty tricks, no games, no gimmicks. For the next 10 people call, we'll do it for you. No cost or obligation. You must have at least 200000 dedicated to retirement. And our strategies do work best for those of you out there with millions. But call right now. Let's get started. Let's get that new year started the right way.
2: All right, folks. That number, 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. You can also text keyword plan to 600-700. That is that keyword plan to 600
1: Well, it's been a great show. I really appreciate your time. Gary, Thomas, it's Coach Pete. We'll see you next week right here on Financial
3: Safari. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina licensed insurance agency.
1: Coach Pete, Coach Pete, financial advice, the likes of which can't be beat. Coach Pete, Coach Pete, financial advice, the likes of which can't be beat. So it's
6: time, it's time.